What's up, everybody? Uh, 9 p.m. Central Time, uh, which you see when you are pulling this up. Uh, wanted to discuss some business things tonight. I've uh, been watching Wall Street. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's on HBO Max. It is a story or series, I guess. Mark Wahlberg shows his life and kind of him as an entrepreneur is super interesting and pretty inspirational. He just obviously really gives a shit about a lot of his people, which you don't really see all that often anymore. So, and that's always kind of the leader I try to be. I think a lot of my team will tell you that I am uh, a hard ass and, and I do have expectations uh, and the standard is very high. However, I will also bend over backwards for them. Uh, so that's super important to me. Um, I'm a big believer in, you know, I'll never ask anybody to do something that I wouldn't do. So if there's a toilet that needs to get washed, I'll clean the toilet. I think uh, some old bosses of mine will tell you uh, that they've seen that from me. And some of them have helped me. Uh, shout out to Mr. Coles, one of my best bosses probably ever. And I always beat his ass in NBA 2K when we were at the club. But when anything was hitting the fan, any shit was hitting the fan, he was always there to help out and be very hands-on uh, with anything that needed to get done, which included us pulling poop out of the floor one night. So that was fun. Uh, anyways, I digress. I go to something else. So this episode, I just want to talk, like I said, a little bit about business uh, stuff. This one is going to be uh, focused on customer solutions in a sense of a service being messed up and this could be in a restaurant this could be at a bar this could be at lululemon this could be um, with any any type of customer service i think that it's crazy to me i was home visiting my mom uh, a few weeks ago right after my birthday and we went to dinner we just went to the sports bar nothing crazy it wasn't super busy um but you know, we got, there was this promotion and it was, all these flyers were printed out, sitting on the bar top. We were probably one of 15 people in the building. Mind you, this building's got 15 bowling lanes. It's massive. It's like a Dave and Buster's with a bowling alley in it. So really big space. And these flyers are all out and it says, oh, you know, today's special is, I want to say it was 40 ounces of beer or a hundred ounces of beer rather. It was a domestic beer. Uh, I got yingling because I didn't want Miller Lite or any of that stuff. And I did the math. I'm like, well, roughly it's six beers, you know, like that's not really a ton, but let's see. My mom didn't think I could drink it all. So I had to kind of prove her wrong. But on this flyer, it says, you know, two cheeseburgers, specifically cheeseburgers, very big letters and something else and a hundred ounces of beer for 25 bucks. Mom and I look at that and we think, wow, hell of a deal. Kind of simple. I want a cheeseburger. I want a cheeseburger. That's fine. Let's do it. We order this. Both of our burgers come out and neither have cheese on it. Um, so we say to the server, the bartender rather, hey, uh, we were just wondering if our cheese was going to come on these burgers. My mom gets a little antsy sometimes when it's some, one, one of the simplest things in the world. Uh, isn't right 
in a sense of, hey, you have 10 flyers posted on your bar top that all say cheeseburgers. So we're really confused why we didn't get our cheeseburgers. So we say to the bartender, you know, ask her that. Oh, Jesus, already, we had already been talking to her. Excuse me. We'd already been talking to the bartender about, you know, how much the venue's doing in revenue and all kind of things just to see if it was, you know, me, I just kind of always like to fish and, and wonder how people are doing and coming out of COVID and new venues and parts of talent they're in, et cetera, et cetera. This venue was in Manassas, Virginia. Uh, so family kind of area. They had a live music section in the venue before when we walked in uh, this time. They had filled that entire live mu music venue. There was a stage. It got ripped out. They got like more games in there. There's a whole bar over there that could probably have 25 seats at it that is completely obsolete now. Uh, so super interesting what they did there. So we say to the girl, hey, uh, we didn't get cheese on these cheeseburgers. It's weird because it says cheeseburgers specifically. I had also asked to add bacon onto my burger. If I remember correctly, that didn't come out either. Super weird, whatever. So we asked about that. Um, the young lady then had to, she spoke to, I don't know, three or four other people maybe. Almost as though they were arguing about what it said on the flyer before we finally got two slices of cheese brought out to us. Mind you, I was halfway through my burger at the time because I'm a fat ass and I can't wait for cold cheese that's going to go on my burger. So I think I just ate the slice of cheese, just like plain slice of cheese because what else was I supposed to do? She, they literally just brought us out a slice of cheese. They didn't say, oh, yeah, for, so sorry. We're going to make you a new burger. We had had our burgers probably for five or seven minutes at this point. My mom was waiting on eating. I do not wait on eating. Fatty's always hungry, so I ate. So it's so funny because my mom and I are sitting at the bar, and you see how slow they are. And we both are looking at each other like, what in the fuck is going on? Excuse my language. Super confused why, I had to, why there had to be four people brought into this conversation um, just to say that we were missing a slice of cheese and that the flyer says cheeseburger. The manager, one of the managers even came over, picked up the flyer right next to us and read it and said, oh, yeah, it does say cheese. We both, my mom and I both, jaws to the floor like, yeah, no shit. We're not making it up. Cheese isn't that important to us. It's just what the flyer says. We're just reading the paper. We would just like our cheese. So we had also gotten some mozzarella sticks or something along those lines. So, of course... You know, this instance, the customer resolution was to give us 10% off of our appetizer. Really interesting because that 10% off the appetizer was 70 cents. I paid more to add slices of bacon onto my burger than they gave me back to fix their mistake. So let me, my mom and I began having a conversation. And I think that, especially in the restaurant world, it's so, everyone's so quick and so eager to jump, to give money back, to give a refund, to discount a tab, to take something off the check, any of those things. Cause that's like the cop out, right? Like that's how a manager does it when they don't actually want to speak to the guest. They don't want to be guest facing cause they can go to the office and discount that menu item. 
And, you know, nobody even ever has to know that they did it. And my mom asked me what I would have done in this situation. <clears throat> and for me, it's like, okay, well, if I'm the bartender, number one, I'm super annoyed because I just had to talk to three different people about the flyer saying that it's a cheeseburger and they didn't get cheese. Now my guest is halfway through his burger, still doesn't have a slice of cheese on it. Uh, just really confused at why, why that ball has dropped so bad. So the bartender kind of looks like an asshole here. Not her fault, but nonetheless, she looks like an asshole. The manager, as a manager, for me, it's coming over, speaking to the guest, getting them some, getting them what they ordered. You know, I think obviously the first thing that you always want to do in a, in a solution situation is first off, apologize, whether it's your fault, not your fault, in your control, out of your control, what have you. The idea is to always express the empathy and just understand that somebody didn't get what they ordered. Uh, it's not right. It's not okay. It is not uh, the standard that anyone wants to set. So the first thing is to apologize. You want to get to a level of, of understanding with the guest so that they know. And it has to be a, a you know, a legit apology, right? Don't come and give me some like ass backwards apology or give me an apology with an excuse. Like, I don't care. Just say you're sorry. Be genuine. Apologize that it was messed up. Now just give me a cheeseburger. Um, but I never really want to discount a tab. Me personally, I don't want to discount a tab because if I discount a tab, it's cheaper and probably faster for me to just give you something free quickly. And that means, I mean that in a sense of the cost of goods on what I, whatever I may give you to make up for the mistake is probably cheaper than it would cost all the labor, the bartender, myself included, the chefs in the kitchen, et cetera, et cetera, all the labor that I'm paying them for the next 10 minutes or, or you know, that we're discounting, so then we're losing money and losing product. So it just doesn't really make sense to me. I never want to give a discount again. Um, I'm big on just getting the shit right, you know? Also, too, in that sense, uh, in this situation, it was, again, so simple. So we're really confused at how it was so messed up. Uh, but it was just what the flyer said all over the bar top. So obviously the confusing factor is how simple it was supposed to be, yet it was very far from it. Um, next step in the solution without a refund is what I would call this, uh, just being human again. Um, you know, I think I've said in, in previous episodes, uh, of this podcast, the world right now needs people to be genuine. It's just, it is a necessity. It is a act of kindness in itself. It is so important to the mental health of people right now in the world. Uh, the world is so jacked up with COVID and with businesses shutting down and people losing everything and all the things. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's in bad shape. So be a human being. Again, be empathetic, be genuine in your empathy. Um, apologize to them. 
put yourself in their shoes. I always tell my my staff to put your, put themselves in, in the guest shoes. What they see, you know, perception is reality. I had a mentor teach me that a long time ago, and it's always stuck with me. Whether you see the guests or not, let's say in a bar setting, if you're on your phone, whether you see the guests coming up or not, the guest still sees you on your phone, still looks like you're a little disengaged. So um, just again, giving off that perception of being readily available, ready to serve. Um, and as a manager, being readily available to speak to a guest, to apologize, to be human, to get them new food, to get them the right product, all of those things, uh, super important to me. Um, replacing the item as soon as, if I'm managing, as soon as the guest, the food is wrong, the food is immediately taken out of front of them. If it's a burger, you know, I was having lunch today with a friend and unfortunately the burger had a hair on it. Um, you know, we didn't freak out. We're both in the industry. We get it. It happens. We don't think anybody did it on purpose. Just kind of quietly let the bartender know, hey, there's a small hair on the burger. I had already kind of pushed it forwards on the bar. She grabbed it right away, took it away, got it replaced. Uh, did a great job. Handled it very well, in my opinion. I think there are too many times when people get something they don't want or they don't like or what have you, and it just sits in front of them. Now, in this situation... The burgers, they needed cheese. They were supposed to be cheeseburgers. I probably wouldn't have pulled those right away because I would have let the guests just keep the burgers. Like, cool, keep this burger. I'm going to make you a fresh cheeseburger. No big deal. No skin off my back. I mean, maybe it was skin off their back because they're pretty slow. So maybe they're struggling as a venue. Uh, whatever the case may be. However, if she was going to use the same burgers, they should have been pulled. They should have maybe gone back on the grill for a second so that the cheese could then melt onto the burger make it a better experience overall. Um, that was not the case. Uh, they got left out in front of us. So if guests doesn't like what they want, if they don't like their vodka soda, if they don't like the burger, if they don't like the shirt that they just tried on because it makes them look fat, because they feel like it makes them look fat or what have you, get rid of it. Get it out of their sight so that it gets out of their mind. If they're looking at it, they're just going to get a full head of steam and possibly get upset or, or anything like that. A big one uh, that I see and hear all the time is people being argumentative with the guest. Do not take this as me saying the guest is always right because I can assure you, I know that the guest is not always right. And there are, there are times and places and settings where you can tell the guests that they're wrong. You can make it a joke. You can just be straight up with them. If, you know, we're seven deep at the bar and some orders a vodka soda, but you accidentally pour them a vodka Sprite. You know, if they're complaining about it, make them a vodka soda, let them be on their way. It's going to take you, it's going to be faster to make that vodka soda in five seconds than it will be to argue with them about vodka Sprite or what they actually ordered. Uh, you can also a lot of times just resell the vodka spray if they didn't take a sip of it. They saw you pour it, whatever. Uh, obviously, that would be more of like a vodka cranberry versus vodka orange juice situation where it's like very clear that you poured the wrong liquid in there. So, um, but yeah, resell it. I mean, you're going to be able to resell it, so it's not really a big deal. But there are a lot of times that 
you know, again, with this flyer, four different people needed to read the flyer to believe that we weren't lying. I mean, we didn't make up the fact that it was a cheeseburger, two cheeseburgers and hundred ounces of beer for 25 bucks. We, you know, I wasn't, the, the money wasn't an issue. We weren't, you know, we knew it was a low price point. So we were cool with that. We just wanted the right food. It was pretty simple. We wanted the right products. We wanted what we asked for, what we paid for, what was promoted and presented to us. Uh, that was it. And I think that there are a lot of people in the service world, bar, customer service, anything like that, that sometimes they want a service. And if they don't get it, it's not fixed all the time because there's a manager hiding in the back because they don't know how to speak to guests. There's a manager in the office just because they don't really live on the floor at all, whether that be, you know, at Ross, at TJ Maxx, at Lululemon, at a bar somewhere, at a restaurant, all of the things, you know, how active are your managers being on the floor? How, how engaged are they and how proactive are they really? Because if something comes up and it may or may not be wrong, you know, are they noticing those things? Are they noticing the body language from the guests? If a guest takes a sip, of a drink or a bite of a sandwich and they make kind of a weird face. Are they noticing that and being proactive and going over and saying, Hey, how is everything? Uh, are they making that connection at that point as the manager? That's kind of all something that, you know, you got to think about, uh, have to put in practice, you just have to be there. You have to be active. You have to be on the floor. Uh, again, that's in any line of business. <clears throat> I think there's nothing worse than you can do than, taking a managerial presence off of the floor. I think it hurts the business. I think it sets a bad precedent and a bad uh, standard of service to your staff because now you have become the manager that just kind of sits around all day because you're the manager and that's why you became a manager. And that's, you know, for staff, that can be frustrating. That can kind of turn everything a little bit into the wild, wild west where they're doing whatever the hell they want because you're never out front and you don't, you don't see it. You don't care about it obviously because you're not involved. So uh, they just do whatever they want. Um, that's kind of my two cents this week. I'm sorry. I know I was supposed to get this next episode was supposed to be a little more interactive. That is still being planned. It is uh, quite a challenge to figure this out, but essentially the, one of the next episodes will have several small interviews on it. We will be going out into the city of Nashville where I live now, going out with a group of us. Uh, most of us are in the service industry and we're going to get out. We're going to have some fun on the streets. We're going to talk to some people, talk to some strangers, talk to some friends, ask some wild and weird questions and see what kind of terrific responses we can get. We want to hear some stories. We want to know uh, the wildest thing you've ever seen in a bar. We want to know if you had to lose a sense, what sense would it be and why? Um, we want to know if you had to choose, you know, I don't know, if you had to choose where to go to live right now without visiting before you chose it, where would it be and why? Uh, things like that. We want to get some people's stories and hear some people's some people's tales. Um and really get engaged and hear some funny stuff too. Uh, there might be some spelling bee style questions and there's not going to be any phones to be able to be used. So this could be interesting. 
also with the guys and uh, possibly girls that will be with us, friends. Um, we may turn this into a little drinking game. So if you are out there and you're listening to this episode currently and you hear this part, if you are going with us, and you'll know if you're going with us, just be ready because it might get a little rowdy, might get might be a late night, but it's going to be a hell of a time. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, we get to hang out, um, spend time around loved ones, um, which, again, we all need right now. We all need that kind of personal touch to life right now. Uh, as I said on our last episode, um, celebrate your wins, celebrate yourself, do the small things. Even some, you know, one of the smallest things I do every single day is make my bed. That's one of the first things I do in the morning when I wake up. Uh, it just really gets kind of the day off on the right foot. Do the little things, you know, brush your teeth. Nobody likes bad breath anyways. Brush your teeth, fold your clothes. Don't leave your clothes in the dryer for three days. Might have only been in there for an hour, but I'm about to go fold them now. Uh, tell people you love them, man. Give them a hug. You know, show love. Uh, happy National Coming Out Day to all of my friends um, that, you know, are are in love, you know, that have come out, that have had the guts and the courage to come out. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. Some of my best friends um, are gay. And shout out to, you know, some of those really good friends. Billy, I miss you, love you. Come to Nashville and visit. Uh, and, you know, Johnny, you're down there still in Jack's, miss you. Um, but, you know, you guys took a lot of courage. Uh, anyone in that in that realm, in, in that world, taking a lot of courage. And um, I love all y'all. Um, I got really nothing else. I keep saying um, I try not to, but that's like the filler words. It has been uh, a hell of a few months back in Nashville. Super busy, staying super busy, loving every minute of it. So... Yeah, we'll see what's to come. There's more. There's more, more, more. And we're going to keep recording some stuff. I'm going to start being a little more diligent and consistent on this stuff because I want to get some thoughts out there. And I want you guys to hear from me. Hopefully you're listening and it actually makes sense. And hit me up, man. Uh, Instagram is Trav with five Vs and the number 21. Um, you can message me on there. You can send me whatever. I'd love to hear feedback. I got, you know, a message from one friend back in Jacksonville after the last episode. And she had been being really hard on herself and said that it was just what she needed to hear. So that makes me feel super good and special. And, you know, I'm trying to put positive vibes out there for you guys. I know my staff at work will tell you I can be super negative and be that hard ass, but they also know at four in the morning when I'm counting down their drawers, I'm expressing my gratitude for them. Um, and that's what the world needs, you know, gratitude, grace, beauty, uh, be you, be unapologetic. I say it all the time. Keep grinding day by day. Uh, brick by brick, I think, is the new one I, I've seen and I've liked. Uh, just build small bit every single day. And, uh, yeah, I'll hear it. See you guys on the or talk to you guys on the next episode. Again, feel free to hit me up. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. I appreciate you guys. I love y'all. Um, be good.